Welcome back to Mr. Cummings' VCE Informatics Podcast. In this episode, we'll be looking at two key knowledge points, both from Unit 3, Outcome 1. We'll be looking at key knowledge point 5, purposes and structure of a relational database management system, including comparison with flat file databases. And we'll also be looking at key knowledge point 7, methodology for creating an RDBMS, a methodology for creating an RDBMS structure, identifying entities, defining tables and fields to represent entities, defining relationships by identifying primary key and foreign key fields, defining data types and field sizes, and normalization to the third level. We know that we use databases to store and retrieve information. Many of you will be familiar with Excel spreadsheets and will have used tables consisting of vertical columns and horizontal rows to store data. This is an example of a flat file database. What we used to call a cell reference, where a column and a row meet, is called a field in a database. Our column headings give the name of each field, for example, first name, surname, and so on. If we were talking about a list of people or customers, each individual person would have their own row consisting of their details, first name, surname, phone number, etc. And each one of these rows would be known as a record. Now, sometimes we might have two or more customers with the same name. And in a database, we need a way to uniquely identify these individuals. For this, we would use a unique customer ID, which in a database, we would use as our primary key. This flat file database or Excel spreadsheet type of database can be quite effective to store data when there are only single occurrences of that data. However, if we think of our customer example, when we get a new customer, we put down all their details. As I said, name, surname, etc. If that same customer is a return customer and purchase products of us on several occasions, we don't want to have to enter in all of their details every time they make a purchase. When we repeatedly enter the same information into a database, uh, this is known as redundant data. To avoid redundant data, we want to separate our information into separate and related tables. For example, all customer information would be stored in a customer file, while we'd keep a separate table for purchasing information and other separate tables for things such as stock counts. These separate tables can be linked by a single common field, such as a customer ID, or invoice ID. And this is what we call a relational database. Now thinking about our tables, a unique customer ID can only appear once in the customer table, but may appear many times in the invoices table, as that one customer may make several purchases. So within the customer table, the customer ID is known as a primary key, as it only appears once. In the invoices table, it will be known as a foreign key. Now the primary and foreign key example that I've just given you is an example of a one-to-many relationship between two tables. We also see one-to-one relationships, which would occur if a single customer could only make one single purchase. And we also see many-to-many relationships as well. For our purposes in this subject, we wanna try and avoid many-to-many relationships. Generally, if we end up with a many-to-many relationship, we'll be looking at rearranging our data within our tables so that we see one-to-one, or one-to-many relationships. Before creating a relational database management system, it's really important to think about the structure and plan out the relationships between our tables in our database. One of the commonly used tools we use for this is an entity relationship diagram, or ERD. During our planning stage, we're aiming to maintain data integrity and reduce redundant data or redundant fields. And this process is known as normalization. 
and we're thinking about primary keys, foreign keys, and the most efficient ways to store our data. Once we've got an efficient database structure, we'll also be looking for efficient ways to enter the data into our database. We generally use forms for data entry, which makes it easy for end users to enter data and also allows us to restrict certain users from certain information. We can use queries to extract specific information from our database, such as all of the purchases a single customer has made or all invoices above $50, for example. And we can also use our queries to perform calculations and reports can be used to summarize and present information. Now I'm just gonna talk a little further about normalization. Now we use our ERD to determine all the interrelationships between the elements of our data and then perform normalization. There are different levels of normalization and in this course, we need to know about first, second and third normal form. We'll be completing some exercises in class to familiarize ourselves uh, with normalization but for now, remember that the aims of normalization essentially are to reduce or remove, sorry, the instances of repeated data, removing any redundancies and threats to data integrity.